0: Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. And I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, GP. How are we this morning? Why do we torture ourselves like
1: this? <laughs> yes, what's going on here, Johnny?
0: I, I don't know, GP. You decided you were going to step in here this morning, so I can't mm-hmm. really say you have anyone to blame but yourself. Mm-hmm. But I like talking about things in the in the morning, which most notably this morning, at least, well, not morning for me, but uh, most notably this morning for most of the U.S., early afternoon, I suppose, which this will have already happened. But our cockroaches of our uh, of mm-hmm. our own progress have returned from outer space, as you call them, GP. And what they I, bring I call back. Them, yes, I, know. I call them. I call them real pioneers. Right. I call them astronauts. Right. Not cockroaches. I call them astronauts. So they've returned. They, they made it back. And Bruce, everything went well,
2: right? Yes. Uh, good morning. I'm doing well as well. Uh, yeah, they did make it back. And I um uh splashdown went well uh everything went expected about what is it like an hour and a half close to two hours later they pulled them out of the capsule
0: why does it take us so long to, to pull them out of the uh the capsule there what they're poisoning
2: why? the ocean so uh basically the capsule is um floating in the, in the ocean they have to go in and uh attach a harness or or um means for a crane to attach to the um the, the capsule and then they basically tow it onto a ship and then while it's on the ship they secure it and then go through the procedures of making sure the the capsule and the at- the atmosphere in the capsule and outside are equalized and then they they take the crew out they put them on little gurneys and you know and whisk them off into quarantine to make sure they're they're healthy and everything's fine you know no no injuries or anything on the on re-entry so it, it's a you know obviously it's a long process and the, and the whole pressurization process that is can take 30 minutes or so
0: just seems like a lot of unnecessary stuff
2: but i mean i understand why and h- how much space debris gets put in the ocean uh none so okay good uh to your point about the the toxins and the fuel mm-hmm. some of the past fuels i was i was kind of looking into it mm-hmm. depending on I, I obviously I, I don't know what they use now, but in the past they used for RSA, uh, RCS, which is the reaction control system. It, it, this is specifically for navigation in space. Now, mm-hmm. Dragon is a little bit different because it it has its own propulsion system on board. So mm-hmm. that one uses kerosene, I believe, for the, the main fuel, uh, main engines. However, mm-hmm. the RCS is... Uh, Hydrogen, pero- uh, hydrogen peroxide, and they force it through a tungsten screen. And when you do that, it turns it into steam. So it's, I mean, it could be that. It could have also been uh, one of the other past thrusters that were used is um, in, in Gemini. They used a, I, I'm she's pronouncing it, hypergolic monomethyl hydrazine fuel oxidize with nitrogen tetraoxide
1: um you just need to say that five times fast you'll have yes yes
2: so that one is what the reaction there is with that one is foreign to me so i'm sure some other i haven't looked into it much deeper but yeah basically what what happened is is they had to use a sniffer to make sure it was safe for the for the crew to begin the well uh, attachment and everything the crew to go close to the craft make sure it wasn't leaking any fuel and also to make sure that they can repressurize everything and it not poison the crew inside.
1: Oh, worried about the crew, but not Flipper. Got it.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, uh, hydrogen peroxide. If that's one of the things they used for the RCS system, that's fairly benign when it's exposed to sunlight and water like that. It turns back into water. Like the hydrogen breaks off, so okay. it it it's safe in that sense. But so they're trying was, not to
1: be Flipper killers.
2: Yeah, so I mean and hydrogen's toxic, right? I mean that mm-hmm. that can that can suffocate well, you. Well, hydrogen
1: so. <laughs> Okay, not not in probably that small a quantity. But I was more concerned like kerosene, petroleum, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any of those things space debris then bringing back something fun put it in our oceans. I mean of, of a place to really drop down and, and you know and isolate, I, you're not isolating in an ocean. True. Well, here's here's the thing though.
2: Let's say there was a piece of space debris on the craft as it came down. Mm-hmm. The craft on re-entry heats up to nearly four thousand degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. So the, if there was any kind of microbes or anything on the on the exterior of the craft, um, it would have been dead long before it touched the water.
0: So CGP, no one is killing flipper. Unless the craft hit flipper. Part. Yes, you
1: know. yes. Thanks. Thanks for that visual. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, says, the man, says the man who says talks I'm about
0: forward. people driving over baby <laughs> sharks with a boat. A week ago.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, just I, saw, I thought I forgot ocean. about that just one. Yeah. Man, I this is a beautiful it. day. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the sun's sun's out. It's awesome. Wait, what what is that coming from the sky? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't think about them. Uh, but everybody's safe, though. Everybody landed. Everybody's safe. Nobody's injured.
2: Everybody's safe. Everything. Yeah, everything's good. Uh, they have a lot more data to go over. The astronauts are good. Uh, you seen them come out and on their little stretcher waving and smiling at the camera and everything. So uh, as far as as far as we know, you know, we didn't see any any uh, green men or, or gray men or whatever you want to call them come out little green men come
1: out and with them. So, you know, that's good. Well, they run Facebook, right? Oh, wait, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, they are hiding in Costa Rica at a resort called Rhythmia.
1: Oh, yeah. That's where you get to see them. Yeah,
0: that's where you get to see them. <laughs> yes. You get to you, talk you, to you, them you, down there. Yeah. Well, you make a phone call, a spiritual phone call. I believe. Yes. And the, the uh, and, and the the method of making that phone call is a, is a substance called ayahuasca.
1: Yes. Ayahuasca. Yeah, how do they even come up with that name? It must be—it must be a my. I don't name. know.
0: You're a frequent person down there. How do they come up with that name?
1: Well, good question. No idea. I—I I guess I—I I know what I'm going to go All right. to. Let, let me ask you down question. there. If we sit get to here, go down there. Sit-
0: Yeah, since since you spent so much time down there, I mean, you're familiar with Mm -hmm. how this stuff works. Now, I've got people telling me here that that is on their bucket list. They want to go to Costa Rica Mm -hmm. at at some point. They want to go Mm -hmm. down there and they want to go through this process of the actual uh, meeting the... Uh, you know, uh, the shaman of the tribal indigenous people and going through this ceremony and going on this thing with this ayahuasca. So is that a trust like is that a trustworthy thing? Because people do this all the time and they say that it's an eye opening experience for them. Right. We've talked about ayahuasca here before. It's been a while mm. since we discussed it, but we've picked up a lot of new listeners between then and now. And, and a lot of people probably don't even know what this is that we're talking about. So this is something that's rather popular. And you go down there, you you drink this, which I believe it's a sap from a vine in the jungle down there. I believe that's where it comes from. And it's essentially it has hallucinogenic properties. And when you do drink this stuff, you you go on this uh hallucinogenic vision and you cross over to some other dimension and you meet these gray skinned things. That's what the, the yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what's advertised. I'm not saying that I believe in that. I'm saying that's what's
1: advertised. So why is this so popular? It's drugs, man. It's drugs, dude. And then by the way, it's made from leaves from a shrub.
0: Is but it leaves? Okay. All right. Yeah, I that's, I was that's, under the, that's just
1: semantics. I was, okay. But yeah. It's you could get it from the vine, but most everyone's doing it through the leaves. But that's the whole neither here nor there. But yeah, it's just drugs. It's 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 like the uh, LSD of the seventies. You know, the mushrooms of today. The all the different psychedelics people are taking. I mean, it's people just got to get loaded, and it's their way of self medicating. Well, the um, the owner of the just got a recipe. I just got a recipe sent to me. You just got a recipe sent to
0: you for ayahuasca.
1: Yeah, I was I was I was asking a friend of mine down in Costa Rica. What? So you can
0: actually? What we can't? We can't tell people how to make that. You can tell
1: me later, but we can't. Tell <laughs> okay, it's actually it. how it's made. Okay, it's made from a vine and. Okay, I, I can't be. T- I'm translating here, so okay. It's, it, lo- it looks brewed leaves and vine juice. <laughs> That's literally and vine juice. literally yeah. translating here. But yeah, okay. brewed leaves and 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 vine juice.
0: I've learned okay. that some some things just don't translate very well in into
1: English. Some things No, just don't. no, it does not translate well. OK. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's uh, OK. And I'm getting warned.
0: The disclaimer <laughs> yeah, comes uh, after the recipe. Got you.
1: Quite, <laughs> without, and, uh, OK. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> OK. You can make it too strong, apparently. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's actually something you're going to definitely not want to buy off the streets. Apparently, you're going to want to go to a reputable location that has lots of, I guess, Yelp reviews that they didn't say Yelp. But you want to go to a a facility that knows what they're doing. You're not going to be like, hey, you want some ayahuasca? You know, you're you're not going to want to deal with that.
0: The resort...
1: It'd be very dangerous. Yeah,
0: the, the resort that I've heard down there is the top resort. Uh, is called uh-huh. uh, Rhythmia, I believe. That's that's the one I've heard uh-huh. so much about. And. It's it's reputable. They have a website out there. That it's reputable and and all that stuff. And they have all the official things. And supposedly it's very nice. And all the food is uh, is fresh, organic, local, and all that stuff. And, and supposedly it's it's a great place to um, to go. But yeah, I, I'm not so sure about that. I'm, I'm not so sure about that. I can't say that I would be like some of the people here that are telling me that they want to go out and do this. I mean, that's that's their thing. On but my bucket list. Is it on your bucket list? Absolutely. Is it really? Yes. Like you're not just putting me on here.
1: No, I'm not putting you on. You know, the longer you live on this planet, the more you're like, let's just give it a try. Why not? I mean, as long as it's controlled in a in a regulated environment, I don't see so much as the harm that could come from it. It doesn't seem to be an addictive substance. But if I could talk to little blue men or green or gray or whatever it is, that would be quite entertaining. I think. Who knows? Maybe they might give me my lotto numbers because that's all they're going to chant the whole time: lotto numbers. Lotto. <laughs> I don't know, but no, it is on my bucket list. Why not?
0: That's interesting. I, I never would have guessed because <laughs> I know that you told me that you know people that have gone through that. Yes, and... I do.
1: I actually have a, a good, a good friend that sh- multiple times
0: now. Multiple times. Okay, so they've actually. It must have been a satisfied customer if they've gone through it multiple
1: times. Every time they go, they end up bringing one a plus one, a plus one. So. Pretty much I, I know a lot of people now that have have gone through it. And some the more rational you are, the less of a crazy trip you have, apparently. Okay. So apparently I will probably See some walls breathing or something. I, don't
0: I, I was going to say, I don't want to be at the resort with you when you're going through that because uh, <laughs> that so, something tells me you're going to go scurrying off into the jungle somewhere and you won't be back for a few days.
1: Uh, that's happened, and I didn't need any jungle juice. I've, I've gone so, on many many trips like that to the jungles. Have you? Yeah. Okay. I like it. Uh, yeah, I do. Speaking I like
0: it. of. Speaking of a, a jungle that's out of control, uh, New York City. Oh no! Right? New, York, New York City's out of control. Oh, the concrete jungle. Yes. Yes, the concrete on, jungle. Man. Yeah, that's right. Bruce, your uh, your favorite governor up there is causing some problems with um, with some local businesses, some restaurants. I think they're having some problems navigating the. Uh, they call it the government red tape amid all this uh, this pandemic garbage. Now, Governor Cuomo. Has come out and said that he's got. Uh, now, th- this was his statement on Twitter. He says, Let's be clear outdoor dining is now permitted statewide, but outside drinking is not, right? And we talked a little bit about that. And he's talking about the good bars and the bad bars. Now, the city has a confusing set of rollouts that they're doing for outdoor dining. Now, they're just at the beginning part of this, but businesses are having trouble kind of adapting to all this crap. And I don't blame him uh, trying to to work around this stuff. But um, it says here that Governor Andrew Cuomo cracked down on outdoor drinking, saying that restaurants and bars statewide will be subject to new requirements, that they must only serve alcohol to people who are ordering and eating food. But he's then trying to constitute what substantive food is. Uh, and what restaurants have to serve. So it has to be more than just hors d'oeuvres or chicken wings. They're talking about how businesses are now taking a hit through all this because now the earnings are starting to come back in. That ruling was made a couple of weeks ago. Slowly, the restaurants are starting to reopen. But you've got businesses that are now trying to conform to this and they can't do it. They can't do it. They're having trouble covering operating costs even. I think we can all agree that um,
2: that governor is fantastic, isn't he? He's just the best that America has. So wonderful.
1: But do we know what he's dealing with? Do you know what his backstory is? Do you know Do you know who's controlling, you know, who's got his reins or his leash? No, I mean, we don't. That. So you know, that how do we idea... know, you know, he's not trying the best that he possibly can in the circumstances that he's in. I mean, we don't know the powers that be. They're saying this is what you can do. And he's literally trying to get the best out of it. I don't know. He doesn't strike me as a person that would go above and beyond what he can in order to help everybody out. But you never know.
0: But why the regulations on food? Why, why the regulations of it? Why would you why would you come out like either restaurants are open or they're not? OK, forget the alcohol side of it. Restaurants are open or they're not. Mm-hmm. Why would you come out and say that egg rolls and pot stickers are not to be considered food and chicken wings are not to be considered food? Why would you say that?
1: Because you have a restaurant that doesn't serve those?
0: <laughs> well then it wouldn't apply to them.
1: <laughs> I love your logic, GP. It just kills me first thing in the morning. I know. I, I it's it's I try and look at the try and see the benefit of the of of humanity and then I just get utterly disappointed.
0: Says the man who um, the, says humanity is 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 nothing but cockroaches. cockroaches. And we don't need to be going. We are. We them. are
1: nothing right now. Right now we are. We are cockroaches currently. No, you have a percentage we a of peasant.
0: the po- You have a percentage of the population that are cockroaches. I won't argue with you there. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Most of them are at the at the top one half of one percent in this world. OK, those are the cockroaches, I would argue. But
1: uh, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I actually think it's more lower so? down. No, okay, because actually right. the, they're, they're benefiting, they're benefiting, humanity. the people that are higher up are actually a lot of them, especially since when they start from the ground zero, you know, from nothing to something, they've created jobs, they've created environments for people to take care of their families and create families they've created an environment that allows this to happen with other human beings. And I, I think that's a giving type of person. You know, somebody goes, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to develop this property and and I'm going to allow people to work and I'm going to help people this. Yeah, I'm going to profit off this, but I've allowed people to build a family and have a family because now they can afford it where these people were not bright enough, skilled enough, determined enough or whatever it may be in order to get to that point. But this person took their hand out and helped them up. That's a, that's a big problem. People always think, you know, that that these corporations and businesses aren't really helping anybody. No, they're servicing everybody. For Joe... Yeah, that's what Joe Biden said. I was was going going to say, I was going to go make a Joe Biden and Jeff Bezos joke together, but I'm not going to I heard something
0: about... It's funny you bring that up. I heard something about Joe Biden this morning. And Mm -hmm. let me pull it up here. Uh, Let me just roll back up here and see if I got it. So they were talking about Joe. I heard this from somebody who says... Somebody in the media put this out. I'm not going to say who, uh, but they said that they spoke to somebody who was working with the Biden campaign, and they're talking about his cognitive decline. And they're saying that they're hearing from someone who is involved with the campaign who's close to the situation they're saying that Biden's cognitive decline is rapidly worsening and it's becoming increasingly difficult to mask so the democrats are going to have to make a decision soon and you know what i could tell the last time he stood up there on the stage when he did that little town hall at that uh, community center mm-hmm. that look on his face when he realized when he was not in the place he said he was how you just you stop for a second you pause And the look, the the look, because I've seen people that have gone through losing their mind. I can tell, right? I've seen it. You can see when someone knows that they're losing their grip on themselves. And that's where Joe is, right? I feel sorry for Joe. I'm not making that up. I'm I'm not being sarcastic. I'm not being facetious. I feel sorry for this guy. This is why I won't make fun of him. There's a lot of people out there that are in the media that are making fun of Joe Biden, and I won't do it. I refuse to do that because I've seen people that I know personally go through that and lose their mind. And it's not an easy thing to see. It's not an easy thing to deal with. And it's really sad. And so I will not as as my person. I won't do it. I won't make fun of Joe Biden. I won't do it. I will talk about his policies I will criticize him on policy. I will criticize him on on standpoints where I think he's wrong. But that's as far as I'm willing to go with it. I won't make fun of him otherwise. I'm not that kind of person. If, the, if people think that's who I am, then they're sorely mistaken because that's not me. Uh, but it's, it's really it's really sad to see. I, I want to see somebody in the Biden camp or, or in his family, for that matter, come out and say, please, you've got to stop this and take him off the stage. Take him off the damn stage. Let him go home. Right. Let him live out his years. I I know the guy's horrible. He's corrupt and everything. I I get it. Okay, but even if you were to charge the guy, even if you're to charge the guy criminally, is he mentally competent enough to stand trial? I would argue no. I would really argue no. So it's the humane
2: thing to do. You've got to pull him out of this situation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I'm the family, I'm going to be I'm going to be encouraging him to get out. I would have been a strong voice and advocate to just be like no you've had your time in politics retire your legacy doesn't need to be you of what the media is pushing a bumbling idiot right and i don't mean that as a, a you know a slam or a joke or anything right that's unfortunately because of of his mental faculties failing him like this i just hate it for him he, he looks he looks terrible it looks i feel bad for him
1: gp your thoughts on joe biden no i'm good <laughs> You know how I feel. I feel that he's being that he's being played and put it up on a platform and saying monkey dance, monkey, and you know, and I'm it. It kills me. Sad so, thing to see, man. Yeah, there's my It point. really is. It's it, it, it's horrible when you when you're exploiting a, a person's disease in a way or a person's situation in order to promote whatever agenda that you have because you can control them. That's that's you know. It's it's like the obvious puppet situation because we know a lot of these politicians are just are puppets, you know, their strings are being pulled by somebody else. But when you're when it's just this obvious, it's gross. We are going to
0: have to leave it there. So cockroaches. uh, (laughs) You had to, didn't you? We are going to have to jump out of here this morning. So Bruce GP, thank you for sitting down this morning. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.